Welcome to this special series of the Art That Overcomes podcast to kick off the spring season. For me, this time of year symbolizes a spirit of newness and growth. Temperatures are gradually getting warmer, the sun is rising earlier and setting later, trees are budding and flowers are just starting to bloom. My invitation for you in this season is to bravely open yourself up to new thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. What might happen for you this spring? What new experiences, relationships, and confidence will you find? I promise it's all up to you. In each episode of this series, we'll be exploring one of the mantras from my coaching program, The Redefined Process. These mantras serve as a guide for each session in the program, accompanied by art and writing tasks that loosely fit their theme. We won't be going into the details of those particular art tasks here on the podcast, but in the spirit of newness, I will be personally revisiting each theme and sharing some art and reflections along the way. Hello, Overcomers. It is Jennifer Kramer, the um, facilitator and creator of this Facebook group, Women Overcoming Narcissistic Abuse. It has been a while since I've gone live in this group. If you're listening on the Art That Overcomes podcast and you would like to be a part of this group, you can head over to Women Overcoming Narcissistic Abuse. You can search on Facebook or find that in the link in the podcast description. So this is a very special podcast series that I'm bringing to you for the month of March to really kick off the spring season, not a season of the podcast, but just the spring season of life. I get so excited about the spring because I do not like the winter. It is a difficult time for me. I love the warmer temperatures, the longer days, and the sense of more sunshine. And I thought, what a great time to do a special series where I invite you and myself into this place of thinking through how we can experience and create newness in our life. So we see so much newness around us through nature, and I'm very inspired by that. And I think our lives really reflect that, those cycles in nature, right? This is something I've been obsessed with for a very long time, how our emotional and mental and spiritual and relational lives really mirror this cycle that we see in nature of the changing seasons, of um, death and decomposition and new growth and renewal. We're constantly going through these phases in life. So inspired by this new season, I want to bring you this, this special podcast series. What we're going to be doing over the next um, few weeks is we'll be going through each of the eight core mantras that I cover in my 10-week challenge, The Redefined Process. Now, I said it's a 10-week challenge because there are 10 sort of modules or sessions to that program, but there's eight core mantras that we go through the core part of the program. Today, we're going to talk about the first one, which is I am open to the process. So we start out very small, just being open. And I think I should note here that the purpose of a mantra is something that you want for yourself, you want to believe for yourself, but you're not quite there yet. So if we go too far ahead of ourselves, then it's not believable, like it doesn't help sink into our brain. Like if I say, I am a billionaire, I am a billionaire, <laughs> over and over again, that's not a mantra that I believe today in this moment, maybe one day, <laughs> but not today. So where we start in the program is with, I am open to the process. I'm simply open 
to learning something new, learning a new way of expressing myself, my emotions, and ultimately redefining who I am following narcissistic abuse. That's the ultimate goal to the program, and you'll see that as we progress through these mantras. Now, I'm going to be bringing you two of these episodes each week for the next four weeks. So um, today and then later this week, they will be airing on the podcast a little after you see it live in the app. So if you notice that, um, that's intentional, gives me a minute to upload it to the podcast. So today we're again talking about I'm open to the process. What I want to do with you is rather than walk you through all of the art and writing tasks that we do in the program, because that's a paid program, I'm not gonna do that for you here, I'm gonna invite you into my process of revisiting these mantras. So we are going to, together, if you'd like to join me, do a simple drawing to express what comes for us around this topic of I am open to the process, this idea of newness, of beginning new. So. I want to talk about art materials briefly before I start drawing here with you. And for those just listening to the audio, I'm going to talk you through it. Don't worry, you don't have to see this. But as always, I'll be posting images on um, on my weekly email I send out and on social media, the Art That Overcomes Instagram page. You can go there or to uh, my personal Instagram page, Jennifer Ann Kramer, and with an E, Kramer with a K. So first for materials, if you're going to do this along with me or if you're going to pause and go get your materials and come back later, I am at home today. I'm not at my art studio. I am using whatever I have on hand. I do happen to have a sketchbook. It's not my favorite. It is um, bound like a regular book. It's not spiral bound, which is not my preference, but I'm going to use that because it's a nice um, big sketchbook. I want to have a, a decent sized page. It's about nine by 12. I have some crayons. These are jumbo crayons that I like. I keep them on hand to do my artwork with. If I did not have these, I'd be diving into my daughter's stash of art supplies. We don't need anything fancy. If all you have is lined paper or and a pen, that's okay. Now the preference is to have some type of paper that is unlined and some color choices, at least like the primary colors, um, red, yellow, and blue. If you have just a notebook like this, like a journal or any other kind of notebook with lines, um, you can use that. If you just have a black ink pen or a blue pen, you can you can use that. You can do this without color, so don't let that hold you back if you want to participate, but you don't have colored media on hand. You can still do this and get something out of it. It is better with color, but you can do it with a pen. If you don't even have that kind of paper, junk mail. Look, I have, well, this isn't junk mail, but it was an envelope. Um, that mail came in that I was about to throw away or put in the recycling bin, but I could use this. Um, this is a large envelope, but you could use a small regular size envelope, the back of it, if it's blank white, you know. Basically, I'm telling you, not having the correct art materials or feeling like you're not a professional artist with a capital A, you're not trained in art, that doesn't have to hold you back from participating in art therapy, in therapeutic art exercises that can help you with your emotions and process your trauma. So no excuses there, use what you have. And I always like to say that, um, you know, all of the redefined process, the whole 10 week challenge can be completed with crayons and white copy paper. If that's all you have, you can get those supplies in the school site, 
school supply aisle, like the office supply aisle of your local grocery store, usually Target, Walmart, you know, these are really simple things you can get. You don't even have to have the jumbo crayons like I have. I just prefer that honestly, because I scribble really hard and some of that's anxiety, just this energy in my body. And I often break crayons. Some of you can relate to that, I'm sure. And while I always remind clients, it's okay if you break a crayon because then you just have two. I do prefer to have a longer crayon and not have it broken. So these jumbo crayons don't break as easily. So what I'm gonna do, and again, you can join me in this if you'd like to, I am going to label at the top of my page, I am open to the process. So this is the mantra that I'm sort of illustrating. And I'm gonna underline open because I think that's important here for me. A spirit of openness. Again, this newness, beginning something new. What new thing can you create for yourself in this new spring season? <clears throat> so I wrote, I'm open to the process. I'm gonna dump out my crayons here. I've got a pack of 16. Ooh, that was loud. 16 colors. And what I like to do is look at my assortment of colors and just pick first what jumps out to me. So go with your gut. I always say within the creative process, there's no impulse control required. You know, within certain guidelines, we're not doing anything that's going to harm ourselves or others. But um, as long as you're not harming anyone, go with your gut, trust your impulse. There's no negative consequence. If I feel like I pick the quote unquote wrong color to start out with, I can always change it. I could even start a new picture if I want to. Now, I'm a fan of just layering and going with it, but if you really hate what you did and you feel like, no, I should have gone with that other color, then turn the page, start a new one. You know, there's no pressure, no judgment. This is a no judgment zone. So looking at all my colors, the first one that stood out to me is this sort of turquoise-ish blue, the bluish green. That is one of my favorite colors. Um, it doesn't mean it's always the one that stands out to me, but today it does, especially thinking about um, something positive, being open to the process. This is a um, this is a color I'm very comfortable with and that I love. So so I like that it has this positivity to it for me. And I'm going to look at my blank paper. That can feel daunting, I know. Um, but to me, um, when I thought of openness, I was immediately picturing a circle. So that's what I'm going to do first. I'm going to take this turquoise-ish blue green, and I'm going to draw a big circle as big as I can on my paper. And I'm going over and over it again because that's just what feels good. I want to make this thick line. So again, going with my gut, going with my impulse. And for those watching on the camera, I'm going to show you that. Just this big blue circle. Now I feel like I want to take um, the back like flat end of the crayon and sort of color in a little bit. Again, these are wide jumbo crayons so I can fill in quite a bit of space with that back flat part of the crayon. Also often what I'll do is peel off the paper off of these jumbo crayons and color with the side. You can do that with any size crayon, but it works especially well with the jumbo ones. These, however, I have not peeled off, but I'll just use this back end. So I'm just doing what feels good. Now at this point, I'm not necessarily thinking, oh, I gotta go back to that mantra. How can I illustrate it? I'm just holding it loosely in my mind. So this is a loose intention for our art making time today. And that's what we do in the redefine process. There are specific art tasks, it gets really directive. So if this open-ended stuff I'm doing right now feels overwhelming to you, it is very directive and um, broken down into specific tasks in the program. Today though, we're just exploring um, 
this mantra, although what I was getting at with the idea of holding it loosely in your mind is that even within the program, the mantra itself is just something you hold loosely as sort of an intention. And I also invite my clients to um, state their own intention for their art making time if it's something different than the mantra. But today my intention is I'm open to the process. So I'm open to this process of just expressing myself with art today. And what would that look like? So here for those watching the video, you can see I just filled in a little bit more working from the outside in, coloring a little more blue. <clears throat> now I'm feeling like I wanna switch colors. Also gonna take a sip of water. So I've got 16 colors here to choose from. The black stood out to me. Now oftentimes, Black for me um, is a way to go in and give myself sort of a, like a feeling of control, a sense of control to define shapes. Um, sometimes though, it represents sort of a darkness, but I didn't stop and question that. I just went ahead and picked it up. I didn't think, oh, this could be going dark today and that's not my intention. No, I'm just gonna go with it because whatever my brain needs to come out is, is gonna come out if I just trust my instincts here. So I feel like I wanna draw a line, I'll show as I start, draw a black line around this blue line. Now my conscious thought here in the moment is that that feels a little bit opposite of being open. You know, the circle is closed, the middle of it still feels open to me, but I'm not gonna to think too hard about that. I'm gonna go with what, what feels good to me right now. What you may discover in drawing about this mantra of I am open to the process is that you do not feel open. You feel very closed off. Your drawing might feel that way and that's okay. That gives you some information about where you are and you can continue drawing, um, continue writing, continue saying the mantra um, and see how that can change for you. All right, so I drew this kind of rough black line with these crayons. I'm not gonna be able to get super detailed um, and you know what? I don't know if it was influenced by the fact that I just spoke that, that you might not be open, but <laughs> what my instinct just told me in this moment, this is real life, just live, Jennifer doing this. I had the thought to draw an X through the circle. And so I'm going to just do that. I'm not going to worry about what it looks like. I'm going to draw an X through my pretty circle. That's just something that occurred to me. Um, now I think, so this created these four sort of pie pieces in the circle. And I'm going to lightly shade in the top one with my black. So it's going to have this layer of where you can see some of the blue under it, but also this black and gray over top. I really like layering with crayons. Um, crayons don't get enough credit. I think, I think they're a really great um, art tool for many reasons. I talk a lot about um, fluid media versus resistive media. Fluid being like paint, stuff that flows better, or a soft chalk pastel. And that art media is more emotive. It gets us in our emotions more. And resistive media, like a pencil, something that's easier to control, um, it, it gives us a sense of control. It doesn't, it doesn't help us kind of access as much kind of the deep stuff going on like paint would. But they're all affecting our emotions either way. So a crayon is kind of in the middle. I can control it somewhat, even with this big crayon, but it's not fluid like paint. It's not gonna get out of control and feel overwhelming if I'm feeling anxious. It's given me this kind of a good sense of control right now. Okay, so I shaded in this one pie piece, this gray and black. Now I think in the spirit of symmetry, I feel like I wanna shade the one opposite it. 
So I'm gonna have two opposite kind of triangles or pie pieces of this circle that are both like black and gray and blue. And then the other two right now are still just the blue with some of the white paper showing. And I'm not sure where this is going right now. So as I'm working, I'll let you know in that this first session of the program where we start with I am open to the process, what I teach is kind of this basic idea of scribbling or non-objective, just line, shape, and color, expressing your emotions. And again, it's very directive. We walk through naming emotions. Um, I do a tutorial of how to do those kind of feeling scribble drawings. And then I walk you through the first introduction of writing in response to your drawing, which we'll do a really brief version of here live. So as I was talking, I continued coloring and I embellished and kind of widened this point where those two wedges or pie pieces meet. And it's starting to look a little more like an hourglass to me. Um, it's darker in the middle, but in thinking of an hourglass, I think I'm gonna make some darker at the bottom as if like sand has kind of come down and settled in the hourglass. So that's some interesting symbolism there. We can start out abstract sometimes, not necessarily wanting it to represent anything in particular. And then it can move towards something. It can start to look like something. In fact, something we do in art therapy is uh, quite a bit when we do scribble drawings, you can ask the client, you know, is there any part of the scribble drawing that looks like something to you that looks representational? And if so, you know, spend some time embellishing that to make it look more like that thing. So that's kind of what I'm doing now, even though this wasn't a scribble per se. Okay, so, so I've got this bottom part a little darker, not too much, but a little bit. It has this kind of feeling of the sand mostly settled at the bottom if we're going with that hourglass um, symbolism. Now, again, I'm just looking at my crayons. I The yellow and the yellow green caught my eye. They're right next to each other. I'm gonna go with the yellow first. And some of that white area still in the circle, I'm gonna fill in with yellow. And for the sake of time, I'm gonna kind of finish this up soon and we'll do a little bit of writing and I'll share that with you as I go. Now, part of why I'm so excited to be going through these with you, introducing you to these mantras is, well, there's a few reasons. One is this is an opportunity for me to revisit these mantras. You know, this is something I'm so used to hearing. It's a part of my program, but I was trying to get sort of fresh eyes on it. And I thought I would invite you into that process with me. Another reason is to invite you into my monthly membership. That's the $47 a month membership. We have, um, you have access to not just the 10 week challenge, but some other video bundles. There's a couple free courses in there as well you could try out first. And I have a monthly live coaching video where I go in there and ask you questions. You've also got um, like a community chat where I am very involved in there as well. And I just switched over some things. So it's, it's pretty new and blank and fresh and open for some new people to join. Now real quick, I'll show you this on camera for those watching, I got some yellow. It turned kind of green mixed with the blue, but that's okay. Um, and then we'll pause here a second. I'll go back to my drawing and tell you. Um, then the magenta kind of stood out to me. I don't need the yellow green. Now I'm going to do the magenta and I'm going to color some magenta in the area of the page around my circle. Um, but so what I was saying about the redefined process, I want to invite you to join that monthly membership. If this intrigues you, if this sounds interesting, 
And as I said, ultimately, we are working toward redefining our identities. And you'll see as we go through these different mantras over the next few weeks that it builds up to that. Each, each art task builds on the other. Again, I'm not going into all the detailed art tasks here. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're not doing the program right here on the podcast, but we're just revisiting the general themes. The last reason, and I think the most exciting for me, that I am inviting you to join in this with me and review the mantras in the program is that I'm also announcing a new VIP membership. That's what I'm calling it for now. Give me some suggestions if you have a better name for it. But it's a higher level membership where I'm interacting with you on a much, much deeper level. <clears throat> so in the regular Redefine membership, it's, it's work at your own pace because that is what's preferable for so many people. Work at your own pace. You can go through the, the sessions on your own and then join in or watch those, those monthly calls to get your questions answered. Um, go in the chat and communicate with me and others. But the VIP membership will be not work at your own pace. It will be we will meet weekly for 11 weeks on Zoom, you'll have access to recordings later. Don't worry about that if you have to miss something. But we will meet live and actually work through the art tasks together. So like this, except like I said, it's much more directive and in-depth. And we will do it together as a group. And I'm excited about that because I've experimented with doing another program like that in the past. And I think it just went, went, excuse me, went really well and met a need for certain women in my community who need that accountability who need other people to show up and co-regulate with them, to create with them. And you need to ask questions live as you're working through the art process. You just, you just need a deeper sense of community and more communication and interaction with me as I instruct you, you know, how to go through this process. So I'm super excited to offer that. Of course, it is a higher cost, but I'm, I'm really excited to bring it to you because I think that is a missing piece right now <clears throat> where I'm just not feeling that need that some of you all have. So we'll be talking more about that over the next few weeks um, through this podcast series, but I'm really excited to announce that for the first time right now, the VIP Redefined Membership. All right, so here I have colored this magenta, this kind of, it looks a little bit hot pink, um, all around this circle, this sort of hourglass shape. <clears throat> and what I'm gonna do now is do some writing. And I'm just gonna answer kind of a few basic questions. I'm not gonna get too in depth with it. I think what I'm gonna do, sometimes I do it in a separate journal. I think for this, I'm gonna write it in <clears throat> the page opposite on the sketchbook. Just a second, <clears throat> excuse me. So I'm gonna put it on this page right opposite my drawing in the sketchbook. And what I suggest when you're just doing this kind of basic writing is to start out, so this is a dialogue with our art. <clears throat> so we're looking at it and kind of seeing what comes to our mind as if the drawing was talking to you. Now I know the drawing's not really talking to me. This is in essence <clears throat> different parts of your subconscious brain um, being, give, being given an opportunity to have a voice. And so I say this process is connecting your thinking brain with your feeling brain. So we release some feelings, whether you're sure what they are or not, they were released, they were experienced, and now you're going to pull that back into sort of your conscious thinking brain through this writing process. And it's very free association writing. So just like I went with drawing that black X over my pretty open circle, even though it seemed counterintuitive, that's what I felt drawn to do, I went with it. So in the writing, we're just gonna go with it, whatever comes up for us. 
<clears throat> so first, I'm gonna kind of describe what I see and then, and then go from there. So I'll write a couple sentences about what I see. Um, and, and also just kind of let thoughts flow as I do this even. So a big circle, so big and open, or is it? <laughs> Did I close it off? And if questions come to you, write down an answer that comes to your mind as well. So I wasn't planning on asking a question this soon, but that just sort of came to my mind. So I wrote a big circle, so big and open, or is it? <laughs> um, Did I close it off? And I'm gonna look at my drawing and I'm gonna say, no, it's not closed. Because what I saw when I looked at it was the bright yellow on either side of that black hourglass shape. So I'll say, because the yellow is so open and warm and vibrant and inviting I feel like it is inviting me into this space behind the black. So now I'm gonna say, what is the black? I'm gonna ask that, because I'm curious about that. So that's a question that came to my mind based on what I already wrote. What is that black? Because remember, I was confused by that. Like, why am I drawing this X? Okay, it looks like an hourglass. I don't know what this is. <clears throat> so what is the black? And what came to me is it is me and my thoughts that don't align with the yellow. And I'm gonna look at my drawing and kind of examine it more and see what else I can get from that. So the black is, it is me and my thoughts that don't align with the yellow. So I'm thinking like limiting beliefs. What keeps me from being truly open? If you're doing this writing and you're having trouble thinking of questions or don't know what to write, some, some great questions to start with are from the, um, Ask yourself how you feel or ask the drawing how you feel, whatever resonates with you more. I encourage you to think of it in terms of asking the drawing. If it's hard to go there, you can talk about how you feel first. Um, you can ask the drawing, how do you feel? And again, write down whatever comes to your mind as if it's the answer coming from the drawing. So how do you feel? Who are you? What do you need is a great one that I'll ask in just a moment. Um, but I wanna go with this line of thinking for just a minute and we'll finish up and I'll say, I'll ask what do you need as the last question. So I put, it is me and my thoughts that don't <clears throat> align with the yellow, limiting beliefs, what keeps me from being truly open. <clears throat> and I could ask more about that, um, about what keeps me from being truly open. I think for the sake of time right now, I'm gonna move on to another question that popped in my head, which is how do I get rid of it? right? Like not just more about what is the black, but how do I get, um, so how do I get rid of the black? And I may not need to get rid of it, but that's what I feel right now. Like it seems like if that's holding me back, I need to get rid of it. So how do I get rid of the black? 
and what's coming to me is I can grab it. It's like, because it's like cinched in and smaller in the middle, it almost looks like a handle, like I can grab it. Whereas if it was the full width of the circle, I couldn't do that. But here, I'll show for those on the camera. Okay, <laughs> about to drop my sketchbook. So look, it's the it's this literal, it's this size that I could grab it, that size that it is in my sketchbook. That's interesting. Um, this is not the first time that imagery has come up in my drawings of a circle where I felt like there was something deeper within the circle, like I wanted to dive into it and go deeper. So that's interesting too. That makes me want to go back and look at the other writing that I've done along these lines and um, see yeah see what other insight I can gain so I can grab how do I get rid of the black I can grab it um it's easy to move this is a similar theme I've heard before too from my art it's easy to move if I decide to if or when I decide to decide to grab it um today I think I will <laughs> I'll move limiting beliefs aside and be open. And I think what I'm actually gonna do after I stop this recording is I'll do a second drawing that is more open and explore that. And, um, and I'll share that image with you all as well um, on the Art That Overcomes Instagram and on my email. So that'll, it'll go out Wednesday. This will be posted on the, the audio podcast Wednesday. So, so this is interesting. So you see how I trusted that X. At first I started with this open circle that felt like it illustrated I am open to the process, this mantra that we're working with. But then I felt like I needed to draw an X. And what that ended up symbolizing here for me is that I do still have some, some limiting beliefs, something that's keeping me from being open to what is next for me. And... Um, that's interesting, but then I came back to it's in my control to remove it. So this is such a great example of really what I practiced was being open, at least to this process, right? But it's because I just went with the X, I went with my gut. But what it's telling me is being open to other things, maybe that I'm personally struggling with more now. Like I don't struggle with being open to this drawing process. Maybe for you, that's what you need to be open to. Like why I have the mantra in the program is you know, encouraging my clients to be open to this process of art making in a different way. But for me, what I need to be more open to is other things. And so that's interesting that as I opened myself up to this process, <clears throat> it told me, um, hey, maybe you're not that open to some other things, some other areas of growth, um, but you can be, you have the choice to be. So I can grab that sort of hourglass um, figure, that shape and move it. Are we, are we still there? My life went away for a minute. So, so that symbolism of the hourglass, like the sand and the hourglass, but that symbolism didn't really come up in my writing, you know, and I could do some more thought on that and maybe see if there's, there's something that that symbol has to tell me, but you know, it didn't really come up. So, um, so I'm not going to worry about that. So I'll attempt to read my messy handwriting one more time. So you can hear this writing all the way through. I wrote a big circle so big and open, or is it, did I close it off? No, it's not closed because th the yellow is open and warm and vibrant and inviting. I feel like it's inviting me into this space behind the black. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then I ask, what is the black? And the drawing told me it is me, meaning me, Jennifer. It is me and my thoughts that don't align with the yellow, limiting beliefs, what keeps me from being truly open. And then I asked, how do I get rid of the black? 
And the answer was, I can grab it. It's easy to move if and when I decide to grab it. Today, I think I will. I'll move limiting beliefs aside and be open. So I'm gonna do another drawing um, to illustrate that openness and see what comes out for me. I'm in a positive mood today. I'm open to newness, like I was telling you. And so, um, so yeah, so it's interesting that the drawing is, is illustrating that. That's where my brain and mindset is, but there's still some limiting stuff there that I need to clear out of the way. And I think that's how we all are on most days. I hope this was helpful to you. Again, I will be um, coming to you live like this twice a week this month. This is aired in the Women Overcoming Narcissistic Abuse Facebook group as a video and also on the podcast. And so I'll be back um, in a few days to share the second mantra in, in the Redefine process, which is, let me think a minute, I'll get it right. First we say I'm open to the process, then I am creating space for change. So again, we're moving incrementally. We're going in small, small movements, small increments towards mantras that we can embrace slowly. It builds up till finally in session eight, we are really truly redefining ourselves and declaring who we are. So I hope you'll join me on this journey for the next month. And again, I am, um, launching the new VIP Redefine membership where we actually meet live or you're welcome to join the monthly membership, 47 bucks a month where you can work at your own pace and still have monthly live calls for me to ask questions. And of course, um, the community with other overcomers. So you'll be hearing more about that. Thank you for your time. I will see you in a few days. Thanks for listening in today. In this journey of healing after narcissistic abuse, it's so important that we allow space for our past, present, and future selves to speak. Today, you've gotten a glimpse into some messages I received from different parts of my subconscious brain that just needed to be heard, along with an encouraging message from an imagined future version of you. I hope there was something that resonated with you here and that you'll take it along with you on your own healing journey. Remember, you are an overcomer. Thank you.